Are you ready to prioritize your health? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. I'm Janice Saunders, certified life coach and founder of the Seasonal Healthy Habits Collective. This show is for you if you're a woman of color and feel you could be healthier. We will talk about how to maximize the health of your body, communicate what matters most, and connect more deeply with ourselves and others, and have more energy to continue building the career and life you desire, reaching your life and health goals by working smarter, not harder, is possible. Your journey to better health starts right here. Hello, and welcome back to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. I'm Janice Saunders, your host and creator of the Seasonal Sisters Healthy Habits Collective. I'm so excited today because I have a guest with us, Tante Atkins, who is a legendary minister, gospel singer, songwriter. She has been performing since she was 16, and she's been with some of the greats. She's been with Yolanda Adams. I'm just excited that I was able to ask Tante to be on the podcast and share with us a little bit about her journey to prioritizing health. And Shante, talk to me a little. I want my audience to get to know a little bit more about you and your journey to prioritizing health. Sure. So first of all, thank you for having me and thank you for the introduction. So I actually started singing when I was 14 years old and with different people that you mentioned. And so it's such a blessing and an honor to be able to just minister alongside and be able to use my gifts with uh, those people because they're super awesome and they were so influential just in my life growing up. So, yeah. So like you said, I'm a minister. I'm a sister. I have eight siblings and I grew up in a really big family. Those are things that some people may know, but may not know. And I'm the baby of the family. I'm also an educator as well. So I've been in education since 2016, in addition to being in entertainment. And I love Jesus very much. And I take my health very seriously. A lot of times people will look at folks and size them up based on the exterior, not knowing maybe the steps they've made and the things they've done to try and focus on health. So health is huge to me and huge to my family. So, yeah. So let me let me let me dive into that because in the seasonal sisters world there is a, a notion that health is so much more than what you eat and how much you exercise. Although those are foundational to feeling good, there's also how you're communicating your values in your life every day. There's also how you're connecting with people. I mean, you are using every bucket of the seasonal sisters core values in how you relate in the world. You're ministering and communicating how you want to live, how you're living. You're connecting with others through your words, through the songs that you write and the sermons that you that you share. Tell me a little bit more about your your physical and mental health and and how that journey has progressed since you were were younger. I mean you have been on a journey, a lifelong journey with weight and you are prioritizing health and have been for many years and and really doing a great job at staying on track. So tell us a little bit about that journey. 
Sure. So I'd say that health is something that's holistic. And so mental, emotional, financial, spiritual, all of those things are important in health and all of those things make up our health. So if you're not healthy spiritually, you won't really be healthy emotionally and mentally. If you're not healthy emotionally, it will show up in your physical body. And so these different areas and aspects of health, if you're unhealthy, they will show up. They'll show up in how you talk. They'll show up in how you deal with people. They'll show up in how you treat yourself. They'll show up in emotional eating. They'll show up in all of these this in all of these different ways. The Bible says that in the book of uh, New Testament, it says that I wish above all that you would prosper and be in good health, even even as your soul prospers. And usually, when people look at that word prosperity, they think that it's talking about money. But at the end of the scripture, it says, "Be in good health, even as your soul prospers." When you think about the soul, the will the mind, the emotions, right? All of those different things are within your soul. And so if your soul is not okay, it's an indication that it's a deeper issue. And so for me, my journey begins with Jesus Christ and begins with the Holy Spirit, because I believe that those are things that a lot of times people ignore. They ignore that part. They ignore the make sure you're taking care of your emotions. They ignore the make sure you're eating things that are just good for your body and good to your body. So for me, yeah, it's just it's, it's a lifelong thing because I'm always working towards it, and I couldn't do that without without the Holy Spirit, without God. So I definitely hear you saying how health is connected to every part of our body. I mean, there are many people who talk about the longevity of our lives and having good health on every part of the journey in every season of our lives is a very important tool and you know what putting good foods into the body like you like you shared is it helps us to be more active tell me a little bit about how this journey has manifested in some of the benefits of the different things that you might have tried over the years and sure being oh, I'm sorry I have how that has benefited your life and your career and sure. in terms of what you're doing right now with this new album. So, yeah. So in November of last year, I jump started. Well, actually October of last year, I made a commitment to God and to myself. And I said, you know what? I am going to focus on myself and I'm going to do as much as I can to stay consistent with my workouts. So with me, it started with working out consistently and just making that commitment to being consistent with working out. I love the way that I feel when I work out. It helps me emotionally. So that's a benefit, right? When you work out consistently, you become more disciplined, right? So that's a benefit. So being more disciplined, being able to balance my emotions better, feeling better in my body, having more energy, all of those different things and various things are benefits to physical workouts. And so that started for me. So I had to invest in myself. I had to invest in a trainer. I had to do all those things. And it actually helped me to process through one of the hardest moments in my life emotionally. And had I not started uh, getting up and pushing myself beyond my limits with workouts, because sometimes when you're working out, you're literally, I feel like you're really pushing out the bad. You're really able to push out those negative emotions and all of those different things. And so it, it helped me mentally. It helped me to process. Sometimes 
we need to cry and we can't release the cry. But when you're working out and it hurts, like <laughs> you, you kind of, it helps you to release. It pushes you into that release. So I'm really still grateful for that. I'm still in that journey. I worked out for 33 weeks straight with no breaks, which I had never done in my whole life. So it's just that alone was a success for me because it was something that I did not think that I was capable of doing, but I did. And so I didn't stop while I took time and maybe wasn't working out as much. I didn't stop. And so I'm continuing to go. I'm continuing with that. I always say I'm, I'm, I am showing up for myself. So that's what I've been doing. I just want to say congratulations. We in the seasonal sisters world read a book on, on changing behavior. And this behave this book is about the science of behavior change. And one of the key tools that she talks about in this book, which all of these things are peer reviewed and studied and all of this stuff. And she's out of the University of Pennsylvania, the author of this book. And she said, one of the people who she interviewed said, I'm just going to make a big audacious goal. She said, I'm going to run every day, no matter what. And what that does for us is it takes us to the default of being healthy. So what I love about you, what you just shared is that, you know what? Maybe you didn't do as much one day as you did the other day, but you didn't stop. Even if you missed a day here and there, after that 33 weeks that you went straight, you're still at your default of being healthy because you know that in in your soul that that is what makes you feel good. You're going to go right back to it. So that is an important lesson for us to learn in our bodies. What giving ourselves time to really see the difference. And that's a, just a blessing. So I just want to just throw the commends up for you on that one, because not a lot of people can be consistent. And most of the women that I work with have have trouble being consistent because after they stop, after a couple of weeks, they don't see the results. Then they throw the baby out with the bathwater, the saying, right? And then it's really harder to get back in motion. When you're in motion, it's easy to stay in motion. So I, I thank you for sharing that. And, you know, now, as you have launched your album, I mean, you said that you have more energy, that you've been working out. And tell me a little yes. bit that, you know, helped you to just elevate everything. So, so yeah, so sure. So I'd already been releasing music since 2016. And so it was time for me to do my album. And I'm a singer and an educator. So it is extremely important that I am really, really in good health because as an educator, I'm up walking around talking all day, all day, answering questions. It is very exhausting. And then as a singer, I'm singing every weekend, sometimes multiple times during the week. So I need my voice and I have to have rest and all of all those things are important. So with singing, it helped me to be able to have more energy when I'm up and I'm ministering because I give I give a lot out. I push a lot. When I'm up and I'm ministering. And so I had to make sure that that I was good there. And so that really helped me just in promoting the album and different things I had to do and singing and all that. I was a much better voice, but also rest. Rest is an is a huge part of health. You can't go and push yourself so much to where you're getting sick, which I have experienced and I've seen other people do. So I had to know when to push myself and then when to hold back and when to just rest. 
So all of those different things helped me with just the release of my album and moving forward. And I think because so many people, like I, I decided to go to share my journey publicly, which I've shared weight loss pictures before and I've shared just things in my stories, but I never, I never like literally posted full on workouts. I didn't want to necessarily show my body and me moving around and bouncing around and all the imperfections, but I, I, I reached a new level of vulnerability with this particular, with this particular, I guess I'll say season of my journey or seasons of my journey or this particular phase. Let me say that. With this particular phase of my journey, I had to be, I had to reach a new level of vulnerability. And I think that vulnerability really brought people in, in a way that it hadn't, because it's just like, hey, look at me and all my imperfections, but I'm still trying. If I can just lend into one of your songs, Made Up My Mind, I think, I don't know when you started, but just listening to what you're sharing, I'm thinking about, I listened to a few of your songs and I'm just saying, made up my mind is is what i hear you saying right now is that basically that this was something that that is important to you and important for your journey and you just literally made up your mind so i can so hear how your songwriting is just flows out of you into your life. I, I yes, ma'am. I just didn't know I was going to make that connection, but I'm so happy I did. And I encourage everyone to, there'll be links in the show notes to all of your material and everything, but really listen to that song, Made Up My Mind, because it locks into what it really takes to, to be on a positive journey with help. And I think that's a great segue kind of into the situ the the portion of the podcast that I love the most which is one fact, one tip and one recipe. This is a mindful moment and it's one that I'm going to give everyone a fact here and you've shared that you have had a weight problem. And I don't want to say problem, you have been on a weight journey. Yeah entire life. And I want to share this fact because 55% of obese children go on to be obese adolescents. And 80% of obese adolescents will be obese adults. And I'm not going to, I don't go down the, the road of, of body positivity and all of that. I am a person who focused on, on the numbers. How is the blood pressure? How's the cholesterol? How's the hemoglobin A1C? How, how are your knees? How's your back? I, I'm into those things because everything else is something that, that's in our, that, that, that's in our mind in so many ways, but the numbers tell us a story. And I, I just want to, get with your help some tips for our our listeners that you can share because you you've done some things let us know like what what are some tips that you can share with people who are on this journey with their weight sometimes up sometimes down sometimes on sometimes off it's a rhythm because sometimes sure. you're on other stuff 
Yeah, sure, sure. But our schedules can be all over the place, especially mine. So I'll say this, because you said you shared the fact and now I'm sharing the tip, right? So I make sure I'm good. Okay. So a tip that I will give that's helped me to be uh, successful this go round is commit to what you can commit to and stick with that. Don't worry about everything that everybody else is telling you to do. You have to decide what you can commit to. Because if you will commit to that, you can be consistent with that. If you will be consistent with that, then you can conquer the small battles, right? So we want to make sure we can commit to something so that we can be consistent with it, so that we can conquer what we need to conquer. If it's the small battle of, you know what? I don't like getting up in the morning. Okay, I'm going to get up 15 minutes early in the morning and I'm going to do a 10-minute workout. Or I'm going to maybe after work, Instead of going out for drinks, I'm going to change Like changing up those habits in small ways help you to get to the bigger picture. And for me, those are things that I've done as well that have caused me to be successful with losing weight. But what was different about this time? I really made it about something deeper than just, oh, wanting to look good. Or some people are like, oh, I want to finish this dress. Or, oh, I want to. That makes it very like a like a one-off and not something that you need to continue in simply because it's for this one event. But if you look at it as these are lifestyle changes that I am going to make, then that way, this is something you can incorporate in your life. If you cannot do full-on jumping around workouts like you know what I'm doing, then find something, get a YouTube video. Like you gotta find something that you can commit to, be consistent with, so that you will be able to conquer your battle or conquer, you know what I'm saying, that weight loss or whatever it is that you need to do, conquer that weight. So again, you're gonna commit to what you can commit to, commit to what you can be consistent with so you can be able to conquer. If I can ask you, what what's different this time? You said that, it's about something deeper. But what's it about this time? Sure. Sure. So this time for me, it was about my commitment to to God first and my commitment to myself to make sure that I was giving myself all of the energy, the love, the time, the push, the motivation that I give to so many others and realizing that, hey, you know what? I've set this goal for myself and I keep not reaching it. Why am I not reaching it? Am I not reaching it because of me or am I not reaching it because I'm allowing my boundaries to be crossed to the degree where I'm not able to commit to myself the way that I need to? Because if I'm not healthy and if I'm not whole, I can't even begin to pour out or I will end up in a situation where my emotions and my mind is so gone to where now I have to do all of these other things. And so that was the deeper thing, my commitment to God and my commitment to myself. So yes, I wanted my body to change. I wanted my physical body to change. I wanted all those things to change, but I wanted to get to the root of it. And a lot of times at the root of weight gain is fear of abandonment. It could be rejection. It could be fear of neglect. And these things cause you to eat and you eat for comfort and you eat for all of these things. And I believe while food is good, we're not supposed to basically live for food, right? We're not supposed to live for food. We're not supposed to live for the joy it brings us and all of that. Like I get it. In a lot of black communities or black church communities, it's okay to eat a lot because they, they allow it. 
but it's actually not okay when everybody has all these sicknesses. And I knew a lot of people who had a lot of sicknesses, even within the church. And it's just like, hey, why don't we focus so much on people who who maybe drink too much, but we're not focused on people who eat too much? Why are we focusing on, like, you know what I mean? It's just like gluttony is just as much a sin as overindulging and being drunk with wine. Like none of these things are good for your health, but why is it that we skip over that? And so for me, it was like, hey, I don't think this is something that actually pleases God the one I say I serve. Also, there's a few scriptures that helped me. First Corinthians 9, 27 in the New Living Translation says, I discipline my body as an athlete to run a race. Just that portion. I use that because I'm like, God wants us to be disciplined even in our eating, right? We people, I, I grew up hearing people say, don't smoke, don't drink, don't do this right. But they never said don't overeat. And what's killing a lot of people? You're overeating. You're not drinking water. You're not taking vitamins. We're not taking our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, we must glorify God. In it. And God is not glorified when we eat like a pig. God is not glorified when we are constantly putting things in our body that's killing us. We don't detox. We don't do like like it's just not OK. And I think because I'm a heavier person, people assume that maybe I don't care. I don't think of those things. When in all actuality, I eat a lot healthier than a lot of smaller people that I know. And I don't even have half the health conditions they do. I've never had to go into the hospital for anything other than me passing out because I was at the gym working out too hard and I had jet lag. But other than that, I've never had to, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have our blood pressure. I don't have, yeah. And so people assume that when they look at me, they do. A lot of times. I learned, not to cut you off, but I learned a few years ago when I read this book about, it's really about the community of people who is, it doesn't matter what size you are. You can be healthy at any size. You can, there are people who are overweight, quote unquote, who are healthy, like you said, on the heavier side. And then there are people that are much thinner who are very sick because of the way they eat. They don't rest. They don't drink water and they do abuse their body. So I am glad you shared that because it brings us to a recipe that you and I can quickly throw together. to share with our listeners so they can take some things away. Like what's a recipe? I, I mean, I'm going to start with a, a one cup of commit to thyself. Maybe three cups mm-hmm. of thyself. If I'm, if mm-hmm. I'm, then it might be three cups of commit to thyself. Mm-hmm. Share what, what, what else would you have in there? I would say give a little bit of two doses of self-discipline. Self-discipline. Keeping tablespoons of self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and one of self-denial because we have to, and Jesus Christ said this, he said, if you are going to follow me, right, you got to take up your cross and you have to deny, you have to deny yourself sometimes, meaning you have to deny that part of yourself that wants to be unhealthy because we are body, soul, and spirit. And sometimes our body, sometimes our flesh wants what it wants, right? And we got to say, ah, 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 not today. You're not going to have that. I'm going to, my spirit man, right, which is influenced by the Holy Spirit, is going to tell us what we're going to eat today. We're going to drink more water. We're going to, we're not going to drink soda. We're not going to, which I don't drink soda, but I do like a juice, right? Or I like sweets. No, we're not going to do sweets today. I know your flesh wants it and tastes good and blah, 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 but is it good for you? So throw some salt on there and also, Throw in some self-celebration. You've got to celebrate small wins. So I'd say that self-discipline, a little self-denial, 
and some self celebration. It's funny that you say celebration. In my group, we have a celebration called Mocktail Monday every fourth Monday of the month, mm-hmm. a non alcoholic drink. And we come to the seasonal sisters gathering and we, we share and celebrate our wins because absolutely I want a big heaping tablespoon of some celebration when, when you are honoring your own values. And I'm going to throw another one in there. It's honor your values. So we've got in our recipe for healthy living, we've got some commitment. We've got some, some discipline in there. We've got some self-denial. We've got a dash of, of, of celebration. I think that all of those things are going to get our, our listeners and people who are paying attention to their health a little step further. And that's what it's all about. It's about being a little bit healthier. So mm. I want to thank you for joining me today. But before I go, I want you to share with me a little bit and with our listeners about a little bit more about your new album, your podcast, your ministry, and give us a little bit about what's happening for you right now. Yeah, sure. And I'll be brief. So I just released an album June 25th. It was my first, it is my first solo album. I'm also a minister where I serve at my local church. I actually serve at two, two different local churches. And then I also minister in song with just my music, I preach as well and I teach also, and I also do foreign missions in other nations. So I have a local ministry, national ministry, global ministry, but I also make sure that even with all of those things that I make that commitment to what God wants me to do, where he wants me to do it. And so an album was a part of that. So I released that album and people are enjoying it and loving it and being blessed by it. And so it's always a blessing to hear that people not are just enjoying what you do, but are being blessed by, encouraged by, uplifted by, and drawn to Jesus Christ just by what you're doing. So that to me, it's just a testament of what God will do when you obey him. And that's what my music is all about. It's literally just me saying yes to God, I'm going to use this voice for your glory. And so I'll continue to do that. I also minister to my students when I'm educating them on a daily basis. So it's, it's ministry never ends. It's literally full-time ministry, but, but not in the way that people think. Sometimes people think full-time ministry is, oh, I'm being booked and paid to go here. But sometimes it's like, hey, every day I go to the liquor store and I minister to all of the people that are, you know what I mean, abusing substances. Like that's that's full-time ministry too. And it actually takes so much, right? So yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Well, I want to thank you for your uh, transparency, your vulnerability, and for sharing. Because I think that there are many people who are on a lifelong journey with weight. And and are at many different places. And it's always good to hear from someone who is in that journey, sharing about the journey and celebrating the triumphs in that journey. So I want to thank you for joining the Seasonal Sisters podcast today. Absolutely. We completely all wish you the best in your uh, in the release of your album and in your ministry and songwriting. I was very happy to listen to your, uh, a few of your songs on YouTube and I encourage everyone to do that. And listeners, 
You will see us next time. And until then, please keep prioritizing your health. See you very soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode of the Seasonal Sisters podcast. If something made you think of your sister, aunt, niece, or friend, please share this episode. For more information on seasonal coaching programs, follow me on Instagram at The Real Janice Saunders and follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episode. I'm Janice Saunders, wishing you a sweet week filled with nourishing things to keep you happy and healthy. See you next week.